Welcome to episode five of In It. Today I talk with Umberto Buenrostro. He lives in Ciudad Guzman, which is a town that's normally 300,000 people in Mexico. It's now down to 150 because all the students that study there have left. All the people that come in from the surrounding towns and villages have left. Umberto grew up there. He got a master's in education there. He was about to embark on a doctorate in education, but he decided 10 and a half years ago to move to the United States in order to support his family. And he worked in construction here, sending money home, hardly ever seeing his wife and kids. Six months ago, he moved back and he's now learning how to reintegrate with his family. I was so moved watching Umberto operate when he was here. He lived here in the shadows of our economy, of our laws of society. And yet he had his own society that he was a leader in. He had a group of people, a network of people, young people that he was supporting. Some of them came from Mexico, others were already here. He was loaning them tools. He was teaching them a trade. He was teaching them how to deal with customers. He was providing them with employment. I am so inspired by Umberto. I hope you will be too. Let's take a listen. You uh, did lose weight. <laughs> yeah, I lost like uh, 50 pounds. I need to do the Umberto diet. Oh, you don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Umberto Buenrostro. I live in Ciudad Guzman, Jalisco. It's a small town near Guadalajara, uh, Mexico. In my town, everybody's scared, really scared. But uh, many people is out. They say we have to do quarantine, but uh, there is people that can't do quarantine. They have to take care of their, their animals on the farm. There is people with a small business that if they fail work like one day, they will lose maybe one year of their life in there. So they prefer to work in that. Uh, and other people who has money enough to survive, they are in quarantine and they don't go out. But most of the people is out. When I knew you in San Francisco, you were working all the time, super busy, and your, your wife and kids were in Mexico and every once in a while they could come, but you couldn't go there. And it, it was always seemed to me very sad and also very stressful and you wanted to be with them. And then when they were the here, it was really not, like, you always seemed happy. Tell me what it was like living in the States under those circumstances. Uh, I think, well, I can separate Mexico means for me family, means for me life. USA is beautiful, but means work. I, I was there to work. So I work almost every day, five to 11, <laughs> every day. No Saturdays, no Sundays. I probably have like six days on vacations, vacations on probably 10 years. I went there with love because I need to do something for my family. And now I come for love because I need my family. Describe your living arrangement. I live with my, my wife, my three kids, but using the like true houses in front is my father with my mom. And I have my grandma, like uh, six houses on the drive. And a couple blocks away is my, my parents-in-law. So everybody is, is 
together. You were living away from your family for 10, yeah. like 10 years. I imagine there were some dark, lonely times. Yeah, especially when, when I had some free time, that's when I start uh, remember my, my family and all, all the, the little moments I can have, like, you know, birthdays, uh, some of the school graduations, all this stuff. And I pondered what I have and what I don't have. Sometimes I, I cry, honestly. Yeah, I saw what I have, I saw what I don't, and, and cry. Yeah. I Luckily, always I, I was busy <laughs> most right. of the time. Right. And, and now you're there with them. Now it's amazing, I would imagine, but also it's like you have to get used to each other again, and it's like a whole new dynamic. Oh, yeah, that's, that's like, uh, well, that's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's happy, but it's hard because I'm an external person to their life now. I have to go slow. I have to, to know them, to see how can I interact with them, trying to introduce myself uh, slowly in each of their life. Yeah. How old are your kids? It's 17. 15 and 12. And is it a little bit easier with the 12 year old and the 17 year old? Cause it's been less, like less of their life. I think it's more for the character of them. It's not for, for the age. Uh, the words I have is my little girl. That's a tough lady. <laughs> she, she is, is, has the same character as me. So we, we just fight each other, but with love. So that's, that's really nice. Yeah. 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 What are some of the things you've learned about reintroducing yourself to their lives? Like some tricks that you've learned that make it go a little bit easier. I had to use the same as I use with my clients in USA. I had to know them, try to f feel what they want, what they need. And then I had to respect them. And I, in, in this case, I had to make them respect me. So I, 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 have to, I have to understand what they, they need, what, where they, how they are, where they go, and try to help them. That's, that's, the, that's the main thing. You know, the, the kids in this age, you can teach really that much. You have to try to help them what they want to do now. Maybe it's too early to know the answer to this, but do you think that your 10 years was a good, a good decision? Yeah, it was. It was. I, I get, uh, you know, to make you uh, an idea, if you work here your entire life, you cannot do that many money. You can do probably what I do in one year there, in their entire life. So I make like 10 life of other guys working. And it's sad because I see many people that work really, really hard, but they can't do anything. It's really hard to do something here if, if you are just a regular person. How did you come to the decision that you were going to go to the States? I was working in, uh, in the university. I was a teacher. I just finished my, I, I just finished my master's degree. And I, I remember I, I, 
I applied for my doctor's degree, but my friend who was with me, my classmate, he always asked me for money, lend me money. He wants like a hundred dollars. It's not that much money, but I work many in that time. I work in in the university and also I go in high school. I, I do another another job at, at the evening. And then I work in the weekends like a referee, basketball referee. So that's why I have a little bit more resources than the, these guys do. And I remember this guy crying because he can buy a nebulizer or something like that for her for his daughter. And, and a, a, a what? A nebulizer? Nebulizer. Yeah. Oh, like for breathing. For breathing. Yeah. yeah. But I remember this guy so sad. And, and he, he said, was a he was a teacher also. He was a teacher, yeah. Yeah, but uh, this guy has less less hours than me, so he looking for that thing, and and I remember her daughter breathing so hard, and nobody lent him the money, and he was crying. I I, I saw him. I I lent the money, and I said I don't want this thing happen with my kids, so I had to do something. Mm. And that's what made me my decision. Once I, I was there, I sent uh, money and I bring them with me. So mm. I, I pulled them to USA also. They stayed there for about uh, two years with me. How come they decided to go? How come you, just, you all decided they should go back? My mother-in-law. <laughs> she always asked her to back. Will you kind of pissed off that you were going to get a graduate degree, you were going to work in the university, teach, and you were going to be a teacher, and then you came to the States. I had to start my life a couple times from zero. So I think I, I, I feel so strong that I can do the things. So I just forget about the past and start with the new. So I think that, that made me easy to make the change. Like when I come here, Everybody told me, why do you go back if you make good money? But I had to forget about that and come here. It's hard. But I had to do that. So once I'm here, I, I have to and do something well with, with, with whatever I have. I know a number of people like you who are very emotionally smart but, and also very strong. And they can just like deal. And other people, it's really hard for them. They just are kind of stuck. How do you feel like you have the character that you have? Like, did you get that from your father, from your mother, from somewhere else? My father, family, or ancestors were fighting on the revolution and everything. And also when I was growing, my father always uh, teach me to work and fight for whatever I want. What's the plan now for the new, the new Umberto? Well, now I, I'm working on my body. I, I'm working on my health. Uh, I lost weight. I started uh, the gym, and I'm cons doing construction. Finish some of the construction we have in the middle, and I have some invitations to do class, like a teacher on on the technological. And, oh, cool! But uh, my first goal is get uh, better on on my weight. I have a. Uh, something bad with the liver 
everybody can have 6% maximum on the fat of the liver. Mm. And I had 17%. 70. 70%. 70%. Yeah. So it's a, lo- a weight more than everybody. I have a biopsy on the general hospital in San Francisco. I come here and I have some studies also, and they confirm the same. What they are surprising is all my other uh, organs are really good. They don't understand how I'm not sick. So what they said, take care of this before something happened. You are a timing bomb. <laughs> so you started to, so you've lost, you said you lost 50 pounds. That's amazing. 50 pounds, yeah, and I have to lose probably another 60 or something like that. And how are you doing it? I have a couple doctors there. I have a general doctor. I have a specialist on liver. And I have a, a, in the gym, I have a guy who assists me and tell me what to do. And I have another guy uh, that give me the, the diet I have to eat. So I just follow them. My wife is actually who, who helped me a lot. She gave me everything on, on my hours and everything on time. And that's the way I was. That's good. And you're, you're almost halfway there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm six months, and that's the the goal. Do it slow, but do it. Right. That's amazing. Congratulations. Ah, Thank you. Okay. Muchísimas gracias. Gracias, Sparak. Nos vemos.